All right. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Looks like Christmas came a little early this year, a little late uh, with the uploads. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's point blank and juky. Hola. What up? There's a there there's I mean there's been a lot to talk about this past like month. <laughs> like, I know I, I think it's been a month since our last one. Yeah, it's been a month. So if you've been patiently waiting, as most of you probably were, <laughs> by your phone. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for that notification to come yeah. out. <laughs> um yeah, it's been a long time. A lot has happened. Well, I mean the PS5 came out. The Xbox, Xbox came out. The Xbox came out. But we don't have the Xbox, but we do have the PS5. So we are we do want to talk about some first impressions. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of gaming news as far as, uh, you know, there's a lot of scalpers going on. There's a lot of um, also movies that are being like shot and filmed right now for video games. The game rewards are coming up um, and just our impressions of next gen titles. titles. Yeah, yeah. Our next gen titles and how they feel and how the experiences of of playing on a PS5 and all that kind of stuff. So it's pretty, um, there's a, there's a lot to go about. Very concentrated episode today. And yeah, towards, right. towards the end of the episode, the last thing we're going to do is, uh, point blank and I are going to cast our votes for the game awards and see, so you guys can see how we feel about this year's, uh, gaming. Yeah. yeah because i know we have a lot of uh, opinions especially the last of us and there's a lot of last of us there's a lot of controversy too with the last of us yeah so i'm pretty torn between some of the game award nominees because i some there's some where i like them both or three of them a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it's hard to pick but um but yeah so let's start real quick with the first impressions of the ps5 so what do you think? I know you've been playing it the most with Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. Um, so, real quick, what do you say? What do I think? Okay, first of all, uh, the console itself. There's a lot. Some people might like the console. Some people might think it's ugly. I personally think it's it looks cool. I mean, it does. It might not fit everybody's aesthetic. Maybe they don't want a big ass thing to be like the the point of their living room i understand that but i think it's a pretty cool looking console i can respect Mm -hmm. the popped collar on the console yeah uh, yeah very 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 like in your face but it drinks a bud light and has a good time (laughs) (laughs) i think the coolest part i love the controller i didn't i didn't think i'll like it as much as i do it's super comfortable the triggers Mm -hmm. feel cool it feels really cool in spider-man too because when you're swinging around you feel like some resistance per swing and so it feels pretty nice um in demon souls it works really good in demon souls because you can literally feel like if you swipe your blade and you hit the right side of a wall you feel on the right side if you slice an enemy you can feel the directional swings of how it like so if you slice an enemy to the right and to the left you can feel that vibration it's not vibration as as in like but you feel that motion going through the controller so I yeah. think that's the best way to explain it. You feel motion in the controller as opposed to just like um, the whole, yeah, the whole controller vibrating. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I let Julie play um, Astro's Playroom, and she liked it. She thought, "Oh, the controller is so cool." And then she was having fun with the. I let her use play the demo, the controller demo, because you could um, play that again. You mm-hmm. could choose the controller demo, so she was liking that, and it was pretty cool to see that. And then. Um, the UI is really nice. What do you think of the UI? I actually really do like the UI. Like, like compared to what the PS4 had, it's like way better. It's like night and day. Because mm-hmm. on top of that, like the PS4 didn't change very much at all. Whereas the Xbox has like they have updates here and there, and it's pretty much the same. Like, I mean, the Xbox UI is cool. It's fine. Like, 
you know, it's whatever. But the PlayStation 5 one, it looked to me, it just looks more next gen. It's just more like, like brand new. You know what I mean? It's like a brand new car. Like you can tell because like fresh new paint and everything, you know? Yeah. And it's but, not brand new just for the sake of being brand new. It's brand new with like, a, yeah, super functional. Yeah. Like it makes more sense. Like I remember like with the PS4, like when, especially when you first get it, like getting two things was just like annoying. Like I, I would forget where things are. And mm-hmm. I do sometimes feel that way a little bit with the PS5, but it's much quicker to adjust. And and it it to me is more of an actual experience. Like you actually have a user experience, like going through the UI. Whereas like before, you're just kind of going through menus, you know. But here's mm-hmm. like an actual thing, like like the animations and the sounds and all that kind of stuff. It just feels like you're actually having an experience going through the UI. And the controller is really cool. Like like actually, cool. when whenever I'm like about to play Demon Souls, like I look forward to playing with the controller <laughs> like and i've been i because i've been playing assassin's creed a lot lately on on my pc so i've been using like my elite controller and i really love the elite controller but i like the ps5 controller just because like i do it yeah I, I like the way it feels it's like a little lighter it's like the perfect weight whereas that mm-hmm. might be a little too heavy for some people for me it's okay um but it might be a little too heavy whereas the ps5 is just 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 right it's like goldilocks you know it's just it's not yeah, as light as like last gen is not as heavy as like the elites but it's just like the perfect weight and the contouring is really nice like to me it feels like it feels like an xbox controller but a little more more refined to me and it's light years ahead of like the ps4 controller and the usbc is so nice i love the usbc i know i use usbc for my elite controller so i just literally just take the cable out for my pc and put it in my playstation just and just play and like i like that i like the battery life i like how quick it charges because like i mean anyone that has a playstation knows how annoying that controller is because it just always dies <laughs> like i know all the time and and for some reason like you need to use their proprietary at least for me you need to use their, pri- their proprietary cable because you can't just use any cable no it has to be <clears> like <throat> the sony one because i've tried using other mini usbcs and it just does not work <laughs> so you have to like use it and it's always flimsy and they always break and it always gets to the point where you gotta like angle it or like loop it around a controller and like have, have a dangle a certain angle and, like do some kind of magic with it so it can kind of charge mm-hmm. i hate doing that and like you, the USB-C like solves it it's so nice i love that I know. I really like this controller a lot. It's uh, I think that's what makes it feel most next gen. The one thing I wish that the PS5 had that the Xbox um, has is um, the quick resume. But the, the USB is so the SSD is so fast that it's not even like that big of a deal, in my opinion. Yeah, I feel like at that point, we're just kind of just like nitpicking at things. Yeah, because the thing about quick resume, it's. It's the last word of that. It's resume. It's so you don't have to start at the title menu anymore. You just go straight to where you left yeah, off. Which is really cool. Yeah, that I is like cool. that. Like that, that, that cool. is cool. But this is the is really fast in the PS5. Like you can you can literally boot it up and get into Demon Souls like in like thirty seconds. Yeah, from like from booting your your console on from that yeah. moment to booting up Demon Souls is like about thirty seconds. Yeah, from like the PS button button like you press that. Yeah, like, all, the whole thing. And then, um, but I did hear that there's been like a lot of, um, I guess a lot of reports of a lot of PS5 just like breaking and getting like bricked or like, I don't know, or whatever, like a bunch of things. Like I know the most recent one that I read was that um, with Call of Duty, apparently like 
uh, like an update to Warzone or something like that, where um, people would, you know, boot it up and then it would brick their PlayStations and they would have to return it um, to the manufacturer. Honestly, I was kind of scared of mine because what I heard is if you put it in rest mode while something is downloading, it would be forever saying that it's in download queue. So, and the only way to fix that is to factory reset your entire uh, PS5. So that's um, something I was nervous because I did it, but because I would think I was pre-downloading, like I think Assassin's Creed or something like that. And um, I put it in rest mode and like, oh shit. But that's a fear that you shouldn't have. But that's um, what yeah. I do. But I don't know. That's pretty normal, I guess. Whenever you get anything brand, brand new, especially like something next gen like this, mm-hmm. there's always going to be like those issues. Like the th- like remember with the 360, like the Ring of Death and stuff like that. That was huge. I got that like three times. And then they were like, their answer to it is just buy this new Xbox. It's black. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just a brand new one. The Elite. <laughs> mm-hmm. The only thing that made it elite was it wouldn't break. It wouldn't break. <laughs> this Such won't a break. Luxury. It's a little quieter and it won't break. But um, I mean, I haven't really had issues with mine. The only thing, the Demon Souls did crash one time. I was like, really oh my god, Demon Demon Souls crashed on me like so many times actually. Yeah, like I would, I was like, well, it only happened to me once. So I, but I really haven't really played it that much. But I would um start it and it would just get stuck on the on the on the uh, start menu. Like yeah, the. the the, the little logo yeah the demon souls thing it just got yeah. stuck there now and then i'll have to like restart the whole thing and I, sometimes i'll do like once or like two or three times for it like to actually like work work so i mean there are for sure gonna gonna be some hiccups i mean i hope it's just like a software thing and, and sony can just like shoot out like an update and it just like fixes it it's not like a hardware thing where you gotta like actually send it back you know but since uh, it's launched, PS5 has had two updates. Um, uh, and both of them, they don't say exactly what it is, but it, it improves console performance. That's what it says. So I'm guessing it fixes some bugs. And then uh, Demon Souls has about two updates as well since I've been playing it. Oh, cool. So so I, got, I got updated. Yeah, you got to update. And plus, dude, the updates are so fast compared no, yeah, to PS4 no. updates. Dude, yeah, because I remember like the PS4 had like, some old ass Wi-Fi. Well, I mean, I had like the first generation PS4, so I don't know. I don't know. That was like Wi-Fi three or whatever it is. Like, I know this is Wi-Fi six, bro. It's six, yeah. And then even then, like, I have it like hardlined, so it's just like it just does everything so fast, so nice. I know, but um, but yeah, I haven't really paid it that much. I mean, I did. I mean, I put at least like ten hours into it, which is not a lot, but to a normal person, they're gonna be like, you played ten hours one game <laughs> like to but, to the normies out there yeah exactly but um but i really liked it like dude demon souls like the whole animations and like it's so smooth and mm-hmm. it's so like it feels next gen when especially if you come from Soulsborne games and you know how like dark souls feels like i mean and maybe you play the first demon souls or the original one and you know how that feels like and then you go into this and it's just like so nice mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like it's literally like you're playing like uh, not like a movie in a way like Last of Us is, but it's much more smooth where it feels much more natural, you know? Yeah, super immersive. I think yeah, it's very immersive. I think yeah. next gen gaming is gonna be really immersive because of how everything looks, how everything feels, and how everything loads. It's just gonna feel like you're gonna be more concentrated in the game and there's gonna be less downtime of like waiting for the game to happen. Yeah, because so. that was one thing for me with Red Dead Redemption 2, because like I liked it. But the loading 
times were so crazy and like every time I would die because I was very reckless in that game so I was just like you know because that's like a fun thing to do just be just be stupid mm-hmm. and then you die is like a minute and a half two minutes I'm like oh no <laughs> like one of my and- favorite things um uh about demon souls is sometimes you have to grind in that game and sometimes you have to go back to like the the nexus which is like the hub um but going from the nexus to the world and all that kind of stuff is so fast that it doesn't even feel um like bothersome to go back to nexus to maybe like sell some stuff or repair some equipment and just go back to where where you were and it's like super fast like other times you just have to wait. Probably that process would take maybe five minutes from going back to back to places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you don't even feel like doing that. And then you just like stop playing the game because like, oh, I'm at this part where I have to grind a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it, it just feels like, I don't know, I could beat games faster. Yeah. like It's it's like small quality of life improvements, but they do make a big difference. Mm-hmm. And dude, the ending of that game is actually really, really good. I, I was only surprised. One ending? Is there only one ending? Or is there like a multiple endings? I, honestly, I I don't know. I don't like playing games multiple times when there's multiple endings. I feel yeah, like I get the ending that I deserved. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. You deserve this. I don't want to do it again just to see another ending. But yeah, at that point, I just like go on YouTube, be like the good ending, because I never really <laughs> get a good ending in anything, especially like with those kinds of games. Because I always I, do something stupid or hit like an NPC or some shit, and or like. I don't forgot what game that happened to me, and, and I was so mad. I think it was in Demon Souls where I hit the blacksmith, and I had to like, I got scared because it's the blacksmith, so I had to like, I restarted it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's this, there's this part, uh, spoiler alert, where I just like, um, I accidentally made an NPC die, but I didn't want him to. I was trying to save him, but I couldn't. It was out of my hands. Oh, but there's was, a way. He was just doomed. <laughs> but there's a way you can save him. But it's, you just have to be, like, fast about it. And you have to be prepared. And if you're not prepared, you're basically screwed. Oh, yeah. I, I hate those kinds of things. Like, they do that a lot of, like, shooting games. You know, like, you play, like, Call of Duty or something. And, like, like someone, someone, one of your NPC guys, you go up the stairs. And then, like, a terrorist attacks him. You can, like, yeah. save him. <laughs> like, like, and, I get, and I get so mad <laughs> when I don't. I'm like, oh, I got to restart it because I need to save Bill. <laughs> and he has a family. <laughs> Kids, it's a hooky back. Yeah, I have to save him. So, so I remember the first. I, to me, like the one of the first things that, that I remember that happening in was in Halo Three, like in one of the very first like missions. There was like a brute who was like who was like choking a marine, and mm-hmm. I felt so like I gotta save him. <laughs> like I gotta do. I gotta stop what I'm doing and try as hard as I can to save this one dude. <laughs> I mean, no, all my other marines are dying left and right because <laughs> like, I'm so reckless and just running in. It's, it's funny. The but that, the things that games make you do, I know. <laughs> but I really, I really like um, the PS5. I'm, I'm happy with the purchase. It kind of sucks what's happening right now. There's literally someone with 3,500 PS5s, I think, in the UK, and they're mm-hmm. they scalped about a thousand Xbox Series Xs. And yeah, people, that's, that's stupid. People are waiting outside of uh, like Best Buy every single morning just to get a chance to buy one in store because. Everything is online, and that's a good and bad thing. It's good because it's safer. You don't have to go to stores and all that stuff, but it also sucks because there's a lot of scalpers out there. And it's not yeah. illegal. That's the point. The reason why the scalpers do it is because they can, and they're, they want to put an end to it, and they want these things to not exist. But if it's there, why, why not use it, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, 
like like uh like let's say your your mom wants to buy you a ps5 for christmas she literally can't <laughs> yeah she has- like literally and it, yeah and i can imagine like parents out there trying to really get it and they can't and they're out there tr- really trying like risking their lives pretty much to go get like a ps5 and they can't because the stores aren't really carrying very many and everything online is just selling out super quick the only uh, we got lucky dude <laughs> we really did get lucky the only reason the only stock in stores and i know this firsthand the only stock in stores for ps5 or xbox series x if people that pre-ordered it but didn't but their card fell through or their address wasn't right or something like the like and then they'll put four ps5s up in the shelves and whoever's there first in line gets it basically damn so that's how it is for the for both series, except for the Xbox Series S. That's a little doo doo. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I don't find the point of it. Yeah, no, no one's out there trying to get the Series S. Well, maybe if like you really broke, <laughs> like, and that's good for just, a kid, dude. Just yeah, like exactly, a, exactly, like like a first like a first console type thing. Because the thing, I mean, the PS Five is great, but do you really need it right now? I mean, no. No, I like I wouldn't if I if I didn't have this, I wouldn't freak out and I wouldn't like I wouldn't like be outside Best Buy waiting all day to get it. I know exactly because like but, right now, Demon Souls is really dope. Yes, Spider Man is pretty cool. Yeah, but I mean that's all there really is right now. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, right now. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like crazy. Like if you're like a parent, like dying to get it. Like I mean. Just hold off. Like you'll be fine. <laughs> Your kid will be fine. But it's yeah. sometimes as a kid, you're just like, you. Yeah, I know. They you want that, and then they have like a fear of missing the FOMO. Yeah, and it's, like, it's not going to be Christmas unless it's a PS5 under that tree. Yeah, yeah, I know that's true, but it's just hard. There's it people tough. out there paying like thousands of dollars for one console. Yeah, eight hundred, like eight hundred thousand dollars for a console that's going to be widely available yeah like a couple of buds a couple months are gonna be everywhere but i mean yeah demon Souls is really cool i've been playing a lot of assassin's creed this is the first one in a long time that i actually enjoyed because like the last two were just so they were fine but they were just too big and um the grinding was too much and it was just it was just i I couldn't beat it because i got stuck i got i got level capped well i didn't get level capped the, the the missions were just too powerful for me and I couldn't move forward without having to grind. And it's not like a fu- and it's like a fun grind. Like no one plays Assassin's Creed to grind, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. Like that that's supposed to be a game where you go in and you feel like a cool like ninja assassin dude and you just like start killing people. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like that's what it's supposed to be about. It's not supposed to really be about grinding. Um I mean it has some cool elements to it, but you know the last two were just like too much but this one is cool because like balances it really well i have like 70 hours into it now and damn i know enough. and i think i'm like at the end i don't know yet i hope i am because like because <laughs> at least with me and i was telling you this earlier like when i play a game and and i'm playing for like 70 hours and i feel like i'm not done with it yet i get tired <laughs> i was like uh, i just want i just want to see the ending <laughs> i want to see how this ends already and um and and that's like a thing but it's really cool like like because you you're like trying to build like a kingdom pretty much or or you're building alliances so you like go over england and you take over territories and do like raids and you like like you feel like a badass because like the animations are so cool so you're like decapitating people because you're like a viking like i have like a thor hammer and like a big ass like hatchet 
in nice. like an axe dual wielding and was like da, 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 just killing people. It sounds really but, brutal because it is, but it's really dope. <laughs> just like um in in Demon Souls, I was the opposite. I didn't want that game to end because I know I knew where the final boss was, but I knew I still had more to do, and I wanted like to unlock all the secrets because you know those kind of games have a lot of secrets. <laughs> so I wanted to unlock all the secrets, but I was so stuck on this one secret where again you have to kill this dragon with arrows, and it only chips away ten damage per arrow, and you have <laughs> like, and it has like a thousand plus de- uh, health. So you're just like fuck. And at that at that point, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to go to the final boss. And surprisingly, I think these bosses are super easy in Demon's Souls. Not to yeah. not to be uh, spoiler, but I think the bosses in Demon's Souls are pretty they're cool. I think the and I think their aesthetic and the way how they're presented are really cool, but the difficulty is not like not not there. And I I don't mean difficulty cuz sometimes um developers could put difficulty as in like having cheap shots like one hit you're dead or whatever yeah or like um one shot kills of things or like i mean just tanks. I, or just tanks of like sponges mm-hmm. but uh the i almost beat every single boss first try mm-hmm. i think there was only i think there was one two, i think three or four bosses that i died once or three times but there's one boss um in demon souls where um is not a it's not really a boss it's an actual other player is that's the way how the lore is like you fight an actual other person if they equip this one item oh yeah yeah so the boss is another person that's how i died a lot the of invaders yeah the invaders but it wasn't it was part of the boss it was part of the story oh okay i see what so you yeah someone invaded but it's a boss and you have to be him to proceed and every time you fight that person or f- go to that place is different. It's a different person every time. So it could be a magic person or someone with a big ass sword or whatever. So that was annoying. Yeah. And then there was another boss um, that it wasn't even hard. You just have to be sneaky and not be seen. And then I died a lot from that. And then, but it wasn't like it was hard fighting him. It was just annoying. Yeah, especially compared to like other games where it was just like such a pain in the ass. Like I died so much in Sekiro. I died a lot in Bloodborne. Those to mm-hmm. me were probably like the most difficult. Dark Souls 3 wasn't that hard. I mean, it was really hard, but it wasn't like I didn't get like really stuck. But Bloodborne for me, I got stuck where for a long time. And then Sekiro, I got stuck in a couple places. I had to come back. I had to go take a break, <laughs> like go do other things for a couple days or like longer and then go back in, refresh. And then you beat it at first try. I wonder, you know what? Like, I was watching this video a while ago and they were talking about how like games they have like adjust like they adjust the difficulty without you really knowing it. So like they'll do things where like if you die like let's say five times in mm-hmm. in a boss or whatever, like the sixth time, maybe they give you like a ten percent damage boost without you knowing it. It'll just be there. Or like oh, they, yeah, and they and they'll do things like that. I forgot I forgot what it's what it's called, but um but yeah, a lot a lot of developers will do that, and I feel like maybe that maybe that's what happens because like I'm sure it's happened to you too, where you get stuck and you go back and you like beat them like first try. Like, what the heck? What? Yeah. So I'm wondering like maybe if like the game developers they see like you haven't played for like six months because <laughs> you've been so defeated, uh-huh. and then they're like, no, we'll let you beat this one dude, and then like you can go go ahead. So I wonder if, like if like that's a real thing. I mean, it is a real thing. But I don't know if like um every game does that. Yeah, well, like, I don't know if From Software would do that. I don't, I don't think they're the type of guys to do that. <laughs> I know. 
But um, yeah, I was really stuck in Sekiro and Bloodborne. Um, but so far with Demon Souls, yeah, it was it's not really hard because in the other games, I would die just from like normal enemies, <laughs> just like mm-hmm. from just like normal dudes, just like that werewolf guy would just like scare me to fight. <laughs> Dude, so, there's this like, part. There's this part in freaking Demon Souls where you're like in a swamp, right? And you can't roll if you're in the swamp because you your feet get stuck or whatever. But the enemies can fucking sprint at you with like no problem. <laughs> and there's like this little, there's this, you go deep into the swamp, right? Deep, deep, deep. And then you see like an item. Like, oh, there's a glowing item. Let me go deep yeah, into it. Has all traps. And then there's like four dudes with big ass clubs circling that item. And you can't dodge your attacks. And they have big ass clubs and like, I was trying to find the right armor that that prevents blunt damage and like all this shit, poison resistance. And so I just had to do it the cheap way. I had to get an arrow and just pick at them one by yeah. one, and fight them. And just hopefully they don't one shot me. And so they here they come and I just like slice them. And then, OK, I got that guy. Heal up next guy. And then it was just that was annoying. And then I forgot what I got from that. I think it was a ring or something like that. But um yeah, so sometimes like especially in from software, like they'll they'll bait you with like some kind of cool little shiny thing in the distance, and you go there and it's like a pain in the ass to get, or you die because like it's a trap, and mm-hmm. you, when you pick it up, it's like a leaf, <laughs> like yeah. it's nothing. They just like played you. But yeah, like Assassin's Creed, dope. Demon Souls, dope. Spider Man, super cool. PlayStation Five, I like it. PlayStation 5, yes, super cool. I'm also really excited for these uh, video game movies that are coming out and shows. Last of Us just got okayed by HBO to, and they're going to start filming that, casting the casting the, the cast or whatever. Do you know if or, it's going to be like like Ellie and Joel type Last of Us or like in the Last of Us universe? Uh, honestly, I think it might be Ellie and Joel. I think it would suck, honestly, if it was like just random people in the last of his universe having their own story yeah i wouldn't like that yeah i wouldn't like that either but it's hard because like we know ellie and Joel. yeah if they, <laughs> they mess it up it will feel like you know how people read harry potter and like the book was better That's yeah how exactly and it's like and because especially in the last one like the last of us part two like the animations and everything is so nice like they always to find people who can who actually look like that and like can actually act that way because they're so lifelike now yeah i don't i hope i hope they do it right same thing with uncharted uncharted is uh just got finished filming yeah uh, tom, tom holland he's Nathan yeah great right? yeah and mark Wahlberg is sully yeah i know a lot of people were like kind of complaining about th- those two but i can i can see tom holland being like a young nathan drake like a yeah. young young one like really young <laughs> yeah like his first adventure or something like that yeah but I can see him as that. he has he has the i think he probably needs to beef up a little bit um to look a little bit more like uh nathan mm-hmm. but um i think he definitely has the charisma of nathan drake yeah I, but i don't know mark Wahlberg as sully i, always I think mark it. Wahlberg could be sully i mean like mark Wahlberg is i think he could be funny and sully is kind of like the comic relief of the group and mm. it can give good advice. I don't know. Well, I feel yeah, like... I guess maybe if like they do a young uh, Drake, then it would have to be a young Sully. And I could just kind of see him as a young yeah. Sully, maybe. I have to play Uncharted again because I kind of forgot a lot of it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I just remember Sully being old. He dies, isn't he? Spoiler alert. Uh, I think he does. 
I don't, I don't know. know. We're not God. sure. <laughs> yeah, we're not sure. But um, but yeah, Last of Us Two um is coming up. That's exciting. Uncharted Four. I mean, Uncharted the movie. I don't know when it's gonna take place, but that's cool. And Metal um, Gear Solid. Yeah, dude, that one, man. Oscar Isaac is gonna be a snake. Who? Who's? And, what does Oscar Isaac play? Um, the guy from New Girl. No, but it's a guy that looks like him. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, isn't this a guy from New Girl? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Because there's like three people who look like him. <laughs> Oscar Isaac. Let me look. I, I, Oscar Isaac. He's the guy from um, Star Wars. He does Poe. Poe Dameron. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The pilot. Hmm. Yeah. He's that's that's him, but he needs to have that voice. Like, yeah, I know it's that voice. That's what makes Snake Snake. Cause like, you don't really see Snake very much in the first couple of games. You just see a thick ass bandana, you know, like yeah. that thing around his forehead. But it's his voice that makes him like, damn, that Snake. Yeah, cause this guy is very like, um, his voice is very cheerful. He's a very like like you know the comic relief. He didn't really have a a groggy voice like. Yeah. Snake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but he's an actor, and actors are very good with like their vocals. So maybe, I don't know. I I have have hope. But um, Oscar Isaac is really cool. Um, uh, Metal Gear is like very near and dear to my heart. And it's like one of my favorite franchises of like all time. It's like when I think about my, like, playing games as a, as a kid, I think about Metal Gear is like one of the first ones that I, that I actually play from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I played it on my cousin's PlayStation. It wasn't even mine. It was my cousin. Which one? Like, which which um PlayStation? I mean, uh, which uh, not PlayStation, which uh, game? The first one. Metal Gear Solid 1. Oh, the, just PlayStation? Straight up PlayStation? Yeah, just straight, straight up PlayStation. Oh, dang. Yeah. My, uh, I remember watching uh, Michael's brother, Jimmy. He would He would play it. And it'll be too hard for me because I'm just like, uh, the controllers are so weird. Yeah. <laughs> and but I would see him play it. And when he was playing uh, Psycho Mantis and he had to switch the memory cards. Oh, yeah. I was you like, what to... the heck? No, yeah. You have to switch the controller. Yeah. From like the first to the second. It's like I did. It's, it was so innovative because like <laughs> who would ever think about that? You know what I mean? Like. And how would you even know? Like, I say, especially if you're like a kid and you're trying to play it and you can't beat it. Because you don't know what to do, mm-hmm. and you don't think to like you know talk to the boss or whatever, you're just like, what the fuck? You can do nothing. You know he does. He knows everything I'm gonna do. <laughs> you like reading my mind. That's because that's, that's exactly what he does, right? He like reads your mind. Yeah. Things. So it's like, I guess like move your mind to like the other slot so he doesn't read it. But yeah, that that movie is gonna be. I mean, I hope it's really good. Um, I forgot who the director is. I know the director is really is actually pretty famous too, but I forgot I what he made. Introduce like what characters are they going to introduce? Or what timeline is going to be? Timeline is going to be. Is it going to be? Um, what is that snowy mountain called? I forgot. The snowy mountain. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot what it's called. But I wonder if it's going to be like during Big Boss era or what? Yeah, because the games explore like his. everything yeah like the whole from everything so it's gonna be hard to find like a timeline where the games haven't really explored yet i mean there are there are times but like the games were were everywhere because you can either because metal gear solid 3 i think that was a prequel Mm -hmm, it was 
but it's like the third one. You know what I mean? So yeah. well, because like the twist in that one is that you are big boss. Yeah. So it's like, and then four, you're that's like when you're old, right? Yeah. I should really like that one. Four was my favorite. And then two, Sons of Liberty. I mean, I guess they can do like one between two and four because that's a pretty big jump. Mm -hmm. Because after Sons of Liberty comes like, was it um, Sons of the Patriots or something like that? The fourth one? Wait, that's he's already old at that point. So that that'd be a good timeline to go through. Or if they do, and they have Whisper and Metal Gear Solid Five. I think that's what it's called, Whisper. The girl, the cipher. Oh, is it Silent. Silent. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is Whisper? What are you talking about? I was like, <laughs> you're like, who? You know the girl? <laughs> hush. The girl. Shh. <laughs> 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 she can't even talk and i'm over here like like she whispers yeah she whispers yeah it's her thing she doesn't talk at all the murmur but i'm excited for that kind of stuff ps5 boom um Ooh, silent hill 2 is being announced so, oh yeah this one yeah by hideo kojima one of my like, favorites who does metal gear and mm-hmm. he's known to be super, like, just different and out there. And he does a lot of, like, all of his story- storytelling is very cinematic and very, like, like a movie. Like, he mm-hmm. does everything. Like, like, dude, like, I remember in Metal Gear, like, you have, like, 30-minute cinematic sometimes. <laughs> just, like, I know, sitting there, like, damn, what the fuck is happening next? Nuclear holocaust? What? <laughs> like, there's so but much. I wonder, I wonder how he's going to, because Silent Hill is already a established franchise and lore and all that stuff and Hideo Kojima is very about like creating his own lore and creating Mm -hmm. his own like image and his adaptation of whatever he wants to create so I wonder how he's going to you know just add his twist or not disrupt the longtime fans who love Silent Hill and the lore of it so I think that's a uh, you know about a line fine line that he's going to um, have to address yeah but honestly I think it's like perfect too because i think silent hill is one of those games that were struggling in the franchise like it came out really strong and at the like the last couple ones weren't really big you know what i mean like like they were okay so maybe he will be able to add his twist and add to the lore you know what i mean and make it more more in depth and make it more like you know more like a universe you Uh know what i mean and i think that'd be cool if he can do something like that Mm-hmm. And and I mean I don't know where this last where this Silent Hill takes place or if it's like a reboot or if it's like a brand new one or what. But um, I wonder if he's gonna bring in Guillermo del Toro. I don't know. That'd be that'd be freaking awesome. I know because um, Hideo really likes is a huge fan of um, horror and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited to see what he does for that because i'm i've been itching for a good horror game but not like a cheesy horror game but like a good one yeah like i want to actually get scared yeah like but not uh, like I'm, jump scared i want to be like scared to turn the corner you know what i mean yeah because you know there's a scary thing ahead and or you, you don't know. know there's a scary thing ahead, but it's mm-hmm. just like i think it's there <laughs> i hear it somewhere <laughs> i think a game that had a good scare is uh dead space I think Dead Space had a really good balance of like action and horror. Yeah, jump scares and just like atmospheric. Mm-hmm. Like I was really, I was really scared in like Resident Evil Seven. 
in, in the beginning when I first started mm-hmm. playing it. I mean, after a while, I mean, with any game, you just kind of get used to it. You're just kind of like, all right, just running around everywhere. But um, I remember when I first played it, I was just like going really slow because I was really scared. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, because there aren't really many, there aren't really zombies really. Like, there's no like enemies everywhere, but you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. But you know the family is there somewhere. You know what I mean? You you'll hear like footsteps, and you hear like doors shaking, or like you'll hear like 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 a creature of some sort behind a door, but you don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then that guy, the father, just like never dies. Yeah, he never dies, and just like pop up out of nowhere, and so just start chasing you. So like, think like I, I really like that. Like I, I I like that one a lot. And then Resident Evil 2, the remake, is actually pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. But you get used to it, because after the first part, it's just like, oh, well, they're just zombies. And you just, like, yeah. just start killing them. Yeah. But in the beginning, it's, like, very atmospheric, and, like, you're just walking around the police department with just, like, your flashlight. You're just, like, mm-hmm. you can't see shit. <laughs> and they don't die, like, bullet sponges. It takes, like, five headshots to kill them. But, um... But as we're reaching, as we're reaching, um, this, the end of this year... Um, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of good games out this year, a lot of delays. Also, we're also still anticip like anticipating Cyberpunk. I know. Uh, if it gets know, delayed, I'll be pissed. Yeah, everybody's like, don't worry. Every single day, um, Cyberpunk is releasing, is tweeting like four more days, three more days. Yeah. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> no cap. Four days. No cap. <laughs> Seven but, p.m. Uh, Seven p.m. I'm really excited for that game. I think it's um I think it's cool that every single playthrough will be different for every single person. Yeah, that game is crazy ambitious. Like yeah. crazy. Cuz like cuz it's so it has a quality like cuz typically like at least from my experience like you'll have an open world that's very dense but you lose the quality of like the animations and you lose like the graphic fidelity sometimes like it still looks nice but you know what I mean? It's just not that's as detailed in other ways. You know, yeah. Whereas this one is like everything is so detailed. Like I would like I saw somewhere where they even the trash in the game is modeled after actual items in the game. So it's like, you know, when you play Grand Theft Auto, just like random trash and it's just like just generic looking thing, yeah. like trash in the ground. Here it's like you'll see like a cup in the trash can that is actually in the universe. You'll see people drink. You know what I mean? Oh, and, oh! I know what you mean. Like yeah, it's it's actual there, trash from the actual game. Yeah. So it is like if there's a brand in that game, you would see that brand in the trash as opposed to like just just, generic, just you know, like pixels. Exactly, and it, yeah. and like, everything is like designed, like even down to the trash, and it's like crazy because the graphics are insane. Like everything looks like it's fully animated. Like <laughs> it looks so That's fluid. That's how much people are hyped about this game. We're fucking talking about the trash. Yeah, the trash is designed, bros. Next gen. <laughs> but it's like, you, cool. don't, you don't understand, babe. The trash is designed. <laughs> Every single piece, like wow, that's cool. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really dope. It's gonna be, I'm, I'm I'm excited for it. What what life path are you gonna choose? I don't know. I might be a, a street kid, you know, because I'm a hood. You know, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to be slinging them streets. I want to have a baby mama, a baby a trap mama house, 
trap house. I want to be slinging some drugs because, you know, I can't do that in real life. So I want to do that in my cyber life. You know me. <laughs> you know me. I'm the street kid. I'm going to be, you know, street racing. I'll be like hood banging, Sue Whoop in the streets. Like what game? <laughs> oh, shit. You wearing gold? Pop. <laughs> i mean doing that and it's really like that too because like, even in the trailers you see like people like popping trunks and shit and like gold chains and oh yeah man i want to i want to play some drugs in that game some cyber futuristic dude drugs. there's everything like everything it's what about crazy. you i don't know i was i was between the nomad and the street kid not the corporate you don't want to be that billionaire that controls everything nah i don't want to me it's, it just looks too like gray all right I, I, and the thing about i like the nomad but the thing i don't like about the nomad is that you started the badlands and i don't like starting in desert areas i don't like really that i don't really like desert areas in games too much okay you know what i mean there's just a lot of emptiness i was thinking about either the corporate either being like the ruler of them all you know like i want to be rich in real life so i might do that in my cyber life and just like stomp on the little people see how it feels you know get that you know Stop on him. You're Stop beneath on me. <laughs> Have the nicest cars, all that kind of stuff. Everything handed to me, but yet at the same time, people are trying to take it away from me. So I'm just going. Pop, yeah, pop, same time, be a know. badass. Be a badass. Have like the richest people. Have all like go to the go to the virtual strip clubs and spend cash. Own their virtual strip clubs. You know. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't. I don't know because they all have they all have an appeal to them. <laughs> Yeah, but the Nomad's pretty cool because, again, I kind of feel like starting from the nothing, now I'm here kind of feel. Yeah, like, sorry from the bottom. Sorry from the bottom, become that corporate dude. So um, I wonder, like, even if even if you start, like, let's say Nomad, if you can eventually become, like, like the corporate overlord. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, like, the, if you can, because it looks like it's going to be crazy amount of freedom in that game. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I wonder how it's going to be. Uh, and they're also saying like every single car, no car is going to be the same, um, just like in real and life. You, and you can't just steal cars. You can't just steal cars. No, you can't just steal cars. I mean, it's it's going to be a skill that you're going to have to attain, like as as it progresses. But it's not it's not like GTA. We could just like hop in and magically just drive away, and you're good to go. Yeah, and you're good to go. Like no, it's like oh, well, it's RPG, right? So you need to like. I guess unlock the skill, and I guess even then, like you get in the car and you actually have to like w- hotwire it or whatever. Like you have to actually like steal it. It's just not just like hopping you know, and go, hopping and go. <laughs> yeah. Damn, so, dude. It's crazy. It's, yeah, it's detailed, but I think because like the emphasis is for you to have your own car. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the like your own car is like a part of the game, kind of like you know, like with The Witcher, you have like the horse. You know, uh-huh. it's like it's like an actual character you care about. Your you car is supposed to be something that, like, yeah, that you also invest your time and your money and all your, all your effort into. It's part. It's like an extension of yourself. You know. So like they're doing. I know that's like a big part. So they don't want you just to be stealing, hoarding cars and stuff like that. Even though you can buy them, but I mean you can eventually steal them too. But it's your car is like the main thing. I hope. I hope the only. Thing you have to purchase is downloadable content i hope that you you don't like pay to win because in grand theft auto nowadays you could buy use real money to get virtual money in that game so you could buy like i think it's like maybe 10 bucks or 20 bucks and get like 20 million dollars in game yeah he's like car yeah i don't i don't like that i mean it's nice because you know i think really cool i like that as single player only 
I like that. I well, kind of. I heard supposedly it's gonna be like a multiplayer thing later. I don't know, but I hope it's just single player only because it feels like an MMO, but single player. You know what I mean? It's so detailed. <laughs> like every, yeah. every character has like a thing. Yeah, you're you're you have your own character. You log into it and you have you know start your cyber life and you do your missions and you level up and you customize and you log out and do it do it again the next day. So it seems like a game. And there's a definite ending to it, which is also cool. Um, that's what I like too. It's not just a game that goes on forever, but it is a game that you could sink as much time as you want it. So that's I find that really appealing to me personally. Uh, and I made the decision I'm getting it for PC for for that game, getting it for sure on PC because I want um, I want to be able to like you know log into it, have it accessible to me. And, you know, use my machine for that. I know it'd probably be good for the PS5, but the thing is, they're not releasing a PS5 version. Uh, version. So it's going to be a PS4. Yeah, it's going to be a PS4 game that looks good on PS5. Maybe it runs a little better and whatever, but there's not going to be a PS5 dedicated, you know, version. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm leaning towards PC too. Yeah, I'm PC for that game. Um I, I that sucks because if the, if a PS5 version was coming out for that game, I probably might have leaned over to that because you know OLED TV, uh, ray tracing, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, brand new brand new console. You just want to awesome. use it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to use a PS4 game upscale for PS5 on my PS5. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, nah, that's like that's kind of that's kind that's kind of stupid. <laughs> I mean, I get it, you get the free upgrade when it comes out, but I don't want to spend sink so many hours and then get the best experience when I'm already almost done. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, and 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 that's what I was saying. Like, if you don't care for Demon Souls or Spider Man, then you probably should get the PS Five because you're just gonna be playing PS Four games. <laughs> yeah, as of right now, and the same thing for the Xbox. Do Xbox? There's literally no reason why to get an Xbox right now. What do you mean? Phil there's Spencer no... says it's the most powerful console of all time. But it literally, PS Five is out outperforming all third party. Like, oh, whatever. What's what's three frames difference? Uh, it's not just frames it's hiccups whatever man okay. <laughs> whatever it's man like, game pass okay i'm done did you know <laughs> did you know um also breaking news ps uh sony is going to release a psp5 so there's going to be uh, a handheld version for psp but it's going to be for cloud gaming like um xbox game pass so oh, the P- but it's gonna be just like their like kind of like PS Now, but right? No, it's but it's PS gonna be like stream, right? No, no, no. It's not PS Now. It's legitimate like games that you could download and own, and it's gonna be saved onto the to the actual console as opposed to streaming it. Oh, so, okay. So that's what it's going to be. Uh, it's gonna be pretty cool. I think I think that's pretty cool. I know. I really. I always wanted a PSP, but I never got one. I remember. I remember one time in high school, I was like walking in, in the hallway, and, and there was a guy in front of me. And he dropped his PSP from the back of his backpack, and I picked it up and I looked at it and I was like, "This could be mine if I get it back to him." Oh, I know, but that's good juju for you. Well, I, I don't know. I still haven't gotten a PSP since then. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's good juju, but um, PSPs but, oh, are that'd be, that'd be cool. Yeah, PSPs are always really cool. Didn't you have one? Yeah, me and Michael had one. Yeah, I remember you guys had one, and I really wanted one, but I didn't get one. Well, I wrote very good with handheld. Like, like I got the Switch. Now I really play it. I had I had a DS and I never really played it, and then like sold it. So I was like, handheld sounds really nice in like conceptually, but 
it's it's like I don't know. Am I really gonna use it? Especially because like I have an iPhone. Like if I can just stream it from my iPhone, you know what I mean? Why would I buy a whole new console? Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah. you know how Apple is. Yeah, I know. I mean, hopefully it, it gets figured out. But um, but yeah, I mean, dude, the whole Game Pass thing is retarded. Like now they have like um the EA stuff is on there. They're gonna have. I mean, they just acquired Beth- Bethesda. Was well, Max, so they're gonna have like all of those things on there. It's gonna be. It it already is crazy. This is gonna Game, be crazier. Games on games on games. Speaking of uh, speaking of games, the Game Awards show. Let's switch on over. I'm gonna sw- flip my stream. I'm flipping it. Here we go. The Game, game of the Years nominees. If you can see it on my screen right now, I have the 2020 nominees. Uh, Carlos and I are gonna be going right through it. So here's the first one. Game of the Year. We have Doom Eternal. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and The Last of Us Part Two. So me, personally, I've, I haven't played Doom Eternal, I haven't played Hades, but I played Final Fantasy VII, Ghost of Tsushima, and The Last of Us Part Two. What games have you played in this list? All of them except for Hades and Animal Crossing. Okay. But I honestly think Doom Eternal, I think it's, uh, I know it's a great game. But I don't think it, you know, you can't remember the story of that game. You know, game of the year is supposed to be uh, everything. I think it has a gunplay, but I don't remember the story. I, I I don't think the story is too memorable. You're just a guy in hell. No, and, dude, it's cool. You're a guy in hell killing demons. That's cool. And then there's Final Fantasy VII. Uh, I think it's a great remake, but I think some points are <laughs> like when, uh, what is that girl that dies? Tifa, uh, not uh, Tifa. Um, shit, <laughs> I already forgot her name. The girl that dies, and then the girl Cloud right there. Dead. That's her. Oh no, 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 the the, the military funny girl, Jesse. Jesse I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then she dies, and then all that Cloud says is, "You still owe me pizza." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, you still owe me pizza. And then the Last of Us when Joel dies. Oh my Spoiler. gosh. It's at this point we get so many spoilers already. <laughs> I know. Spoiler alert. <laughs> we just say everything. I haven't beat that game, so don't give me spoilers for that. But well, I yeah, know. Yeah. Wait, have I beat it? I think I did beat it. I think that game is really good. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a great game. Hades, I think I know it's a great game as well. Animal Crossing, I think I don't think it could be game of the year. My vote goes to The Laugh is a part two because it's a game that I could remember and that's left an impact on me for sure. And yeah, they gave me me cry. That's like, yeah. well, I didn't cry, I cried, but I like teared up. I was like, shit, that sucks. Yeah, dude. Like, I voted. I, I would give it for Last of Us. Last of Us Part Two. Boom. Next one. Game direction. Now, award for outstanding creative vision and innovative in-game direction and design. Last so this of Us is Part more... Two. That's another one. <laughs> so has, I, it has to be. I mean, I, I don't know. Okay. What, 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 what do you think? I think this one is a little different from game of the year because you have to think about the direction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like the I feel like The Last of Us subverts the direction so many times. Like it 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 takes you through a linear path and it takes you through all these character arcs and at the same time it like at well you know what I'm talking about like where the climax comes and then you're just like it changes. And you're like what the fuck? And then and immediately you get angry, but at the same time, when you think about it, it makes sense. But it's like 
you have to think about it. And it's like for a game to have to like make you think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I haven't had a game made me feel as many emotions as The Last of Us did. There's yeah. a lot of emotions that I felt in that game that I've never felt that a game made me feel before. It made me feel frustrated. It made me feel confused. It made me feel happy. It made me feel sad. It made me feel angry. A lot of these scenes, because there's definitely happy moments. Like one of my favorite parts is when Joel and Ellie go to the museum. Oh, I think that yeah. Was like beautiful done. Like yeah, I, I was awesome. When she was in the listening to the uh-huh. recording of the spaceship launch, I even closed my eyes and like, dude, the audio is really good. And the way how it kind of pulls on your heartstrings, and then at the same time, it instantly takes you back to her feeling angry, like just like that. It flips right yeah, back, and you're exactly. killing these. It like perfect, like perfectly, it like really immerses you really into like the relationship between Ellie and Joel. And Abby and Ellie and Abby and Levi, dude, that was another. Like Levi was like so dope, and like I got but, so invested into Levi. But this is about the direction and the exactly. design, like like the vision and the the direction and the design of it. And I think, well, obviously, the part of it is the direction of like the story and like how the developer, I mean, about like, the character arcs and like how the story progressed through the game. Well, how. Yeah, how the story progressed throughout the game and how it took you from one place to another place to another place to another place so nicely. And then, like, I think it was innovative because that was, like, one of the first games where, like, to me at least, everything was, like, animated. Every You, you saw everything. Every, there was, like, you see everything. It's kind of mm-hmm. like God of War. was like God of War was, like, it never left his point of view, you know? Yeah. It was always right there. And it was pretty very similar in here, like... You never leave really the point of view of of the main character. Like you, it'll, it'll come out during some cinematics, but you, it's always there, and it was always just like seamless. Like Ghost of Tsushima is, is similar, and there's like a lot of like attention to detail. Like you know when you're with the horse, and he like touches the grass and stuff. Like all that's all that's cool, but I think overall in the direction, like even though Ghost of Tsushima did have its moments, where I was like, dude, that's just fucking crazy, and and I got invested too. I don't think anything got me as as invested as Last of Us, and I think that is part of the direction. Like, because that's everything. Like over here, what is it? Game direction and design. That's like fucking awesome design. The music, so, the sound, the atmosphere, the story. Like, The Last of Us Two. There's only two games, and I already feel like there's a universe, like a whole ass universe. You mm-hmm. know, and it's so much lore. And you learn like you learn so much in the Last of Us Part Two about all these other factions and all these other like tensions and politics in these like other factions. It's crazy. It's so so my vote goes for the Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I haven't Boom. really played Half Life, and oh, and I haven't played Hades. And I heard Half Life is actually really cool too, but. Yeah, for now, I would have to say Last of Us, for sure. Next one. Best narrative for astounding storytelling and narrative development. Last of Us. Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, Last of Us. Last of Us Part 2. That writing and the way how it was like everything. a tank, but it was everything was like for a reason. Boom. There it is. Art direction, though. I think art direction is, okay, The Last of Us Part 2. Um, it, is, it has really good art direction. I think it has a lot of good art direction, but we have to also uh, talk about 
Final Fantasy VII. I think their art direction is great there too. The way how the enemies are designed, the way how um, you know the weapons are designed, and how every character, um, like the universe in that world design. I really like the art direction for Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. But Ghost of Tsushima, I think their art direction is how accurate they were for you know Japanese culture and of that time. So I think that's really cool. But also things that basically break the border and you know your mind is limitless. Hades and Ori. I haven't really played Ori, but I've seen gameplay of it and the art direction of it. I think that's these two are the most unique out of out of these um three. Final Fantasy, Ghost of Tsushima, and Last of Us. I think Hades and Ori are probably the most unique. But uh, what do you think for art direction? Uh, I don't know. Well, I haven't really played Hades or or I mean I play a little bit of Ori. But I didn't really get into it that much. Um, I don't know. That, that was I think that was harder because I, I mean I lean I, I lean more towards Ghost of Tsushima just because it's such a beautiful game. <laughs> like, but here it says for outstanding creative or technical achievement, artist design and animation. Yeah, exactly. Animation is the Last of Us. Well, yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, Ghost of Tsushima too, though, because I mean, like, even like. No, the voice, voices and the lip sync and facial expressions in the last oh, of it. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, if, you do, if you do, yeah, the the facial stuff and all that, yeah, for sure. But I it's think literally, I I like know, a movie. it's like because uh, what's your vote? What's your vote? I don't know. I'm stuck between the two, Ghost or Last of Us Part Two, because Ghost is like I think it's so yeah, it's so beautiful and like the particle, the particle effect. Like the blood splatters, <laughs> so it's like small things, but like I liked how like when you you like kill and like a group of enemies, and then he'll like he'll like he like clean his clean his blade and like put it away, you know what I mean? Like little things like that, like I don't know. And it, like there were so many moments in the Ghost of Tsushima where I was just like, this is like the prettiest game I've ever played, like ever. Ghost of Tsushima, that's the one for you. I think for me it's Ghost. Like, do you, like the way like like the sun goes goes bounces off the blades of grass and stuff, dude. It's so nice. I mean, Last of Us is also beautiful, but it's dark. It's like a beautiful in a dark way, mm-hmm. which is also an achievement in itself. But I just think Ghost Ghost of Tsushima just for me just a little bit uh, just beats it barely by hair. Because yeah. everything else in Last of Us is so good. Like, yeah, like the facial animations, the voice the they, uh, acting. Populistic Seattle. Yeah, like, dude. Everything was so nice. And which everything is also animated there. You pick up stuff and you see her mm-hmm. fix her gun and whatever. Like, all of her wounds stay on her. Like, that's cool. Like, by the end of the game, you are beat the shit. <laughs> like, you're, like, yeah. you're shot. Yeah, you, you, you have stab wounds. She's, like, limping. Like, at the end of the game, like, they're both limping. Like, I don't know. That's so hard. <laughs> I mean, I, my vote, my vote is going to go be for The Last of Us. Boom. There it is. I voted. Yeah. I think I'm going to stay with ghosts. But like, my, my hair. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. Score Best music? score in music for outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and our licensed soundtrack. Whoo. Dude, Doom right. Eternal had like such a dope ass soundtrack. You think so? Hell yeah! Well, I mean, hell yeah! <laughs> I got, I got all crazy. Yeah, dude, it's it's so dope because like, 
you actually feel like the Doom Slayer. Like, mm-hmm. and, and not just because you, you just feel like a badass because you're just literally ripping demons in half, but the music is so like heavy metal and just like you just feel so powerful, so like uh, so like in your face. It's 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 dope, dude. Like I actually really, really, really like the music in Doom Eternal. I mean, the music in Last of Us Part Two is also really good too. I feel like it's more like cinematic you know like like somber yeah exactly it's more more like movie music Mm -hmm. kind of like in the background kind of builds on the environment i feel like lots of us music um is very intimate because Mm -hmm. you hear like joel singing ellie singing those are original people a a lot of it is is um it's story based like whereas like doom eternal is like obviously just background music it's just literally just to hype you up whereas last of us it's like that like it'll start with like her playing the guitar and she'll mm-hmm. start singing and it'll cut to joel singing the same song and then now you're like in another part of the game you know what i mean now you're crying yeah and, and now you're crying <laughs> so and the only things that are being pulled are from my heart <laughs> yeah exactly so it's it's like that and like in the background music and i i think just in general though like I know it's just for music, but the sound design, The Last of Us, was so good. Like, yeah, like the way how the guns, the textures. But th- that's next. That's yeah. audio design. This one's music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. For music, I don't know. I probably do Maternal for me just because I, I loved it. I thought it was so dope. I think I think the music for Final Fantasy VII Remake is also pretty good. Uh, but I don't think it's too original because it's... It's Final Fantasy VII music, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's Final Fantasy VII music remade uh, to sound good. So um, I, I, I'm I, not dissing it, but I think it's uh, there's more room for stuff. The Last of Us Part Two. I think their music was really good. I think the song that Joel sang at the very end was, like, beautiful. And I think that's that original song is also beautiful. And um, Ellie's Editions on Take On Me was also like I never knew that song could be so sad. <laughs> there was like there was a controversy, you know, with like the songwriter. I don't know. Supposedly but... they used it without her permission. Oh really? Something like that. Don't quote me on that. I, I feel like I, I saw that somewhere, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But I'm gonna give I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to um Doom Eternal because I knew I know that um that's some pretty heavy shit. Yeah. Heavy metal. It's dope. It's, I mean, it's not even just. It's good. It's good heavy metal, but it's so it's so appropriate. <laughs> like, like I I feel like that is what the Doom Slayer would be listening to, and that is because like even when you go to his little hub, like you can play it and it's like background music in his little hub, and and you go in there, you feel like a total badass because that game is about feeling like a badass. Like that that's that's what the game is about. You know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. a story in there somewhere, but like. You're you're a guy with like a shotgun that that fires a grappling hook <laughs> and like a blade in your hand that you can like shove down their throats and rip out their hearts. <laughs> like, come on, like you, you can need rip a- their eyeballs out. <laughs> Next is audio design. So recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. So like the way how the wind sounds, the way how the guns feel and sound, how the punchiness, the hmm. ambient noise, all that stuff that's not music, but you still hear. Um, 
I think there's some really good contenders here. I know you play Resident Evil 3. I personally haven't, but I, I could already tell that's a pretty good ambient. Yeah, um, it's really good. But I think Half-Life Alex should be definitely um, considered because uh, I've definitely watched people play it. And the way how the, the audio is, is definitely good. How Because it's VR, right? So it's very directional audio because of where your head is at. And I think um, when you pick something up from the ground, you could hear it. It's from your feet, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's also pretty good. But I know both you and I talk about how punchy and how, how uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Detailed. The Last of Us Part Two is with their gunplay. So when you reload a gun or when you shoot someone in the leg or when you're modding your gun and cleaning it, it's just like you could hear every nut and bolt inside that gun. Yeah. Or when you when you kill like a clicker with the shiv or something. Oh, dude, the, the way how the clicker sound, that yeah, sound. It's oh, soft. I can't make <laughs> Dude, it's scary because like because you'll hear them, but you can't see them sometimes. I think that noise in itself, you it's iconic. The clicker sound is iconic. Uh, a zombie sound is a zombie sound, but a clicker sound, that's... That's different. That's it it's, can, a, it's a zombie that clicks. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's your, it makes your hair stand up. Yeah. Like, I never forget, probably the best boss I've played in any video game was um, as Abby. No, when you're playing as Abby and you're in the... That, that one zombie or whatever that morphs into multiple yeah, the wrecking that's called the wrecking yeah he's called a wrecking oh yeah dude that one was that was intense. crazy yeah that was scary super intense and then, like you think he's dead and he and you just think it's oh just a small little clicker and that that he was hard too <laughs> yeah dude that game strike the perfect balance of difficulty i played it on hard i played that game on hard i yeah. didn't play it normal. yeah me too because i think hard is a perfect balance between of how it would feel as a game. You're not just cruising along. And also, like, you have to be careful and every hit matters. But anyways, back to audio design. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is also really good because if you have a, the right headset and you have the right sound stage, um, you definitely feel like you're f- frolicking through the grass, yeah, hearing you the hear wind. animals, hear the wind, yeah. It's very nature-based because in that game, uh, there's no like waypoints. It's like the wind is telling you where to go. Like you see a trail of wind. Yeah, you're literally following the wind. You're yeah, gone so with the I, wind. <laughs> gone with the wind. But I, I don't know, man. What do you think? An audio design? I don't know. I feel kind of bad because I haven't played Half Life Alex and I feel like it w- is a strong contender for all these. I just don't have a VR headset. Yeah, exactly. You but you know what? They kind of shoot themselves in the, in the foot with that because. VR isn't widely available, so it's like, come on. <laughs> to get the best experience, you need the Valve Index, which is a thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I feel like it's a good contender, but it's I don't know. Doom Eternal is really dope. Audio, not, not just the music, but just like how everything sounds is really cool. You just sound super powerful. I mean, Resident Evil is really dope because, like, I mean, if this is Resident Evil Two, because I think Resident Evil Two is better than Resident Evil Three. I think that one was more i think that one had better audio design by a little bit even though it's probably the same but i think just because it plays so so well with the atmosphere that they mm-hmm. played in resident evil 2 that it just better the, resident evil 3 was more like more actiony more like running gun it wasn't that scary i mean it wasn't scary at all um like i beat it like in a couple hours and then um so i couldn't really i, re- I really didn't care for audio design that much uh but last of us 
yeah, dude, like, man, you hear everything. <laughs> like, even down to, like, your, even when you're balancing on something, you hear like, the creaks of it. Yeah, like, when you're Abby going up yeah, the sky. exactly. And you hear, like, the creaks oh. of it. I was scared. <laughs> like, like. I was I was legitimately terrified. <laughs> I'm audio design for me. Last of Us Part Two. I know. I feel like it's taking all of them. <laughs> like it's not even fair. Just la- okay, all, all of the above. This is the one I was looking forward to. Best performance awarded to an individual for voice acting, voiceover acting, motion, and or performance capture. We have um, Ashley Johnson as Ellie, Laura Bailey as Abby, Dasuke Tsuji as Jinsaki. Sakai, uh, Logan Cunningham, <laughs> and Najee Jeter as Miles Morales. Okay, Jeter. So Jeter. <laughs> I mean, it's really going to go to come down to Ellie or Abby. I mean, yeah, honestly, uh, yeah. I like I like Tsushima, but I think he was a little bit um, he was very flat. Doesn't yeah. mean it was bad. That's the nature of the samurai. Yeah, he's he very exactly. Flat. He was just like, you know, I'm here. But I think Miles Morales, I think he's a very I think he's good, but I don't think the way how he's too cheesy for me because I play the game and he's very like cheesy. You know how Spider Man's supposed to be carefree or whatever. Peter Parker. Yeah, Peter Parker. But I just think you can't put that cheesiness next to the real and raw performance of Ellie and Abby. Yeah. Dude, but I don't know I'm between the two is so hard. Yeah, it's so hard. Cause I mean, just look at their faces. I mean, <laughs> just just look at the faces that they're putting in, like the thumbnails. Like that alone tells you how good the performances are. Yeah, and this is them. Like this is motion capturing. So this is their actors' faces. It's not like they went in and programmed this. Probably they added like the rain in on that shit. But that's actually their faces. And it's like, oh my god! Like, look dude. at Abby's face. Like, like I, I know he's, she's going through pain. I can tell that Ellie is angry and hell-bent on revenge. I can tell she's ready to kill some people because And the thing mad. is, like, you have to notice, like, uh, or also, also take account, it's not just how they act in the cutscenes. It's how they act in-game because they have to act out all of the game stuff, too. So, as Abby, when you're in that fire... Oh, my God, dude. When you're in that... In the town is on in fire and you're fighting that one guy and his mouth is just cut open... Oh, dude. Oh my god, dude! That was so crazy of how brutal she was. Yeah, I honestly think th- this is where it's from. This this uh, screenshot of I, her. I think so too. I, I can see the fire and stuff. Oh my god! And then, uh, but Ellie though, I know Ellie. The, the way, way how Ellie, Ellie, yeah, the way she reacted with Joel, and then uh, to me, what gets me is like at the very end where she's just like grappling with that decision, you know, whether or not to kill abby and you can see how conflicted she is like you can tell and it makes you conflicted too because which is why the game is so good because like you want to kill her so bad because what she did mm-hmm. but as you play as abby and you see like her point of view and then you play again as ellie and you're just like damn I'm like do i really need should i really kill abby you know what i mean like uh, now it, it makes you it makes you care for like who you think is the enemy for like half the game <laughs> Because I think that, yes, Abby in Ellie's eyes is the enemy, but at the end, Ellie is her own worst enemy. Exactly. It's like the enemy is revenge. The enemy is revenge. Yeah. It's like it's a, cause the cycle of like revenge and killing and violence. It's like that is the enemy. You know what I mean? Because it's a cycle and, and they, they, they are the cycle. 
But the thing is, I don't think Abby opened up as a really good character in the beginning. Because I think Abby was pretty plain and very straightforward. And it took quite a bit for her to develop into the character that she is. Mm -hmm. I think Ellie, right off the bat, was like, you know, facing through resentment with Joel. Yeah. Facing through confusion. I I was also mad at Ellie. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, man, you're such a bitch sometimes. (laughs) You you know, she, she wanted her life to be meant for something. Yeah, she had, she had no purpose. In that in that world where everything is like everybody you know and love is dead, and you're just living to survive. Can, yeah, at least you can die because that's going to be inevitable, and especially in that world, and maybe in a terrible way or not. At least you can die knowing in peace that you did something for somebody other than yourself. But that's how Joel felt. He felt like he was if he didn't do this, he would die with resentment, with not saving Ellie. So. Who man? That's, Who do you think? That's hard. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Uh, I think. I think I'm gonna go with Ellie on this one. Ellie. But again, by like a hair. <laughs> by like a hair. Oh man, dude! Like I think all hair. <laughs> I think so too. I'm not discrediting Abby at all or Laura Bailey. I think she's phenomenal. Especially like as the story develops, but Ellie is like, there's so much history and there's so much like, so much that the actress has to like, okay, this is the character that I am. Here I go. Boom. This is where I left off. Whereas Laura Bailey, she, she developed her character as it went on. Ellie was more like, boom. I feel resentment. I feel hurt. I'm saw my, the, the only father figure that I've ever known to be murdered in front of me with a fucking club like like when they fight each other oh. dude that was like damn uh-huh. <laughs> this is so good i feel like like I, I was talking to steph and she was like you guys talk about last of us every episode <laughs> i was like well yeah because it's relevant almost every time now okay. it's like game of the game of the, <laughs> the game awards game of the year ellie definitely yeah but by a hair by a hair yeah just, dude, okay, just here we those, go. Look, look at those facial models. Like, just come on, <laughs> like, on. Like, how are you gonna and, how are you gonna put that? And then you see this fucking Facebook profile picture of Miles Morales, <laughs> like, it's <laughs> <laughs> like stoic. Yeah, exactly. And Jin Sakai, who's just like, that's the cover art for the game. <laughs> okay, games for impact for a thought provoking game with a pro social meaning or message. I've never played any of these, yep. so. <laughs> Best ongoing. Um, okay. Oh, so, okay. So this Apex is an Legends. interesting one. Yeah, it's Apex Legends, Destiny yeah. 2, Call of Duty, Warzone, Fortnite, or No Man's Sky. Okay. So, we'll award to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. So, basically, a game that lasts forever. So, last year, um, Fortnite has been out for three years now three years warzone's been out for one year destiny has been out for three years too apex legend has been out for two years no man's sky see you later you've been out for a couple times but you had to work so hard to be relevant yeah Uh, so i play apex legends i love that game destiny 2 um 
yes, it's ongoing, but I think it lets down the community a lot. Yeah, Destiny two. So I, that's I, and it's not a game you can just jump back into because I've tried to because I really like Destiny and um when it came into the Game Pass or for Xbox, I want to play it again, but there's no there was no like. I had no idea what to do. I had no idea where to go. I had no idea how to do quests. I had they changed so much where it was it it got to a point where it was, I had no idea what to do, and I was so weak and underleveled compared to everything. Like I couldn't even go on patrols. Like you know, like when you first play Destiny and you just mm-hmm. go on little patrols, and you just like one shot kill these guys. Like no, I was getting one shot killed by like these people, these like monster alien things. So it's. Then to me, a good game is ongoing is a game that you can literally just pick up and continue and play. You know what I mean? Or, or it's a game that um, you find like okay, it's a game that got ongoing, so you receive some satisfaction for playing that game. Yeah, and there's a again. reason to come back. Yeah. So Call of Duty has been out for only a year, um, so I think it's. I, I don't know. I feel like they've they added a lot of stuff within this year. I really like their Halloween event. I think that was probably their best one with the zombies and stuff. Um, they add new guns all the time. I think it, Call of Duty Warzone was really good when it comes to seasonal stuff because it was all free. The maps were free, um, you know. But it, this is we're talking about Warzone right now. We're not talking about the multiplayer. So Warzone specifically, um, I don't think it's. I don't think I could call it yet. I think it's a great game, but there's some times where it kind of feels like stagnant. You know, I don't like yeah. that there's no um, rank. Warzone. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't like there's no ranked system. So th- that's you know for the competitive side is only it's basically casual. Uh, so there's no ranking system. Um, if you only had Warzone and didn't buy the multiplayer, you be stuck in like trying to level up your guns to get the right attachments because you don't have to- forever take forever um so good game but best ongoing game fortnite. that involves the content fortnite there's okay there's fortnite fortnite i think has the best seasonal changes they, so every single season it's such is an event and it's so big and it's yeah. great like i don't play fortnite i don't, don't I, it's not that i don't like it yeah i just don't like it it's, it's not my <laughs> kind of game but i understand the hype for the community because I know they listen to their fans and they always do constant updates to like fix just quality of life type stuff. But they mm-hmm. also have like crazy ass events. Like crazy yeah. events. They have like Marvel shit. They had like um The Mandalorian's in there now. Yeah, the Mandalorian's in there. I heard supposedly Master Chief might might come in later. They had Kratos. Whole, I have Kratos yeah, Kratos. They had the whole Travis Scott thing there. They had like they have concerts on Fortnite. Like, dude, like I think Fortnite takes the cake on this one, like easy for me and not even yeah i don't even like fortnite but i, I just but know the community is thriving <laughs> i think the best thing uh, i like apex legend i think they come in close second i don't think they're second because um the game is bad i think they're second because every season uh i, I think about like ongoing as in like every season makes a huge impact right so fortnite every season is completely different from the last one as for Apex Legends, they just add a new um they add a new legend, they add maybe a map change here and there. Oh, new, uh, yeah, but um I like that, but I don't think it's as like as big as Fortnite. So I'm gonna give it to Fortnite. Mm-hmm. 
Boom, there you go. You got my vote. Apex Legends. I wish I would have voted for you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Best indie game. Okay. Fall Guys. I think Fall Guys is a good indie game. Uh, however, it's your mileage may vary. You know, you can well, only yeah, play that I, game. I'm just saying Fall Guys is the only one I played. <laughs> it's like, oh, Fall Guys. We voted for Fall Guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, because, yeah. I mean, of all these, I've, I've seen people play um, Carry On. And it looks really cool. I heard Hades is really cool too, but Fall Guys kind of took the role by storm. And then if it were, if Among Us didn't come in and kind of take its shine, I feel like people probably would still be playing it. But I think I think it does have some things it needs to change, like the whole queue thing. It takes a long time, and and then the the matchmaking, and then the the getting out of games and stuff like that. But yeah, I think Fall Guys is really cool. I, I really liked it. Next one is best mobile game. Ha, mobile gamers, but. Uh, Among Us is there, Genshin Impact, uh, Call of Duty Mobile, Legends of Ruterra, Pokemon Cafe Mix. Okay, so I've played Genshin Impact, but on my PC. Uh, have Call of Duty Mobile, I guess there's a community for it, but I don't think it's the best mobile game. No. I think I think when they think about mobile games, I think about like you could pick up, play really quick, and enjoy it, or something that's you don't need to put your whole... I don't know. Something you can pick up super quick and whatever. I heard Genshin Mungus, Impact is cool. Genshin Impact is like Breath of the Wild anime mm-hmm. with waifus. Um, Legends of Ruterra, I think this is a really good card game. I've never played it, but I'm, I heard it's pretty good. Uh, it's made by Riot, same people who make uh, Va- uh, Valorant and all that stuff. But I honestly want to think about Fun Factor. I think the most fun that people have with mobile games as of late is probably Among Us. Yeah, I want to say Among Us too, but Among Us on... Um... Mobile, mobile is different from Among Us on PC. Yeah. Because I played Among Us on mobile and it's not the same because it's all chat and no one and when the half played it, it was like all chat and you don't or, the questions because it's just people saying random shit and people vote like in 10 seconds. So just like. But I think it's a really good party game. Let's say you're over for Christmas or whatever and your cousins is all there and every, you just make a lobby with your people around you physically and then you do emergency media, whatever you all could talk like IRL. I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, th- I, think I think that's cool too, but it's not party. It's not party game. It's mobile game. Uh, you're right. So <laughs> I'll probably give this to legends of Ruterra Cause I know it's a good card game and people like that. So and I'm going to say the same because you, you said it and I don't know any of them. <laughs> oh, best community support. Recognizing a game for outstanding community so the developers are transparent, they're responsive, exclusive in social media and game updates. So, like, the developers are talking to the community. Uh, if there's something wrong with the game, developers change it. Or if they want something, they, they add it in and things like that. Okay, so uh, Apex Legends, I think um, there's some great community with them. Because I, I, I follow most of these games on social media because I like being part of the community. Uh, Destiny 2. I don't think they're really good with the community because they keep on giving things that players don't want. So I'm going to say no with Destiny 2. Fallout, guys, I think they're very small and um, they like to have fun with the community and things like that. So I, I, I like that. Fortnite, um, there's been some backlash with Fortnite with the community by um, adding things and taking away some stuff and adding bots and kind of fighting against the community, even though they're very transparent. I don't think they're the best. Honestly, I think Valorant is probably the best when it comes to community support, in my opinion. I, mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know any, any of the, I don't know about the community 
of any of them. So I love the. I, I really like the community of Valorant for from the from the developers and all that stuff. And they update stuff really good. They they're really good at balancing right now, um, and that's really important in a competitive game. So I'm I'm gonna give it to Valorant. All right, I'll give it to Valorant too because I don't know better. <laughs> Best VR or AR game? I'm gonna give it to Half Life. Yeah, because I I just know it's good. It's <laughs> I, just, I just know it. Yeah, I I, I would agree because it's the only one that I know. Like, it is a reason to get VR. It's the only game that I've heard that it's like if you want a reason to get VR, it's Half Life Alex. Innovation and accessibility, recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features. Contact. Yeah, the last of us had a lot Dude, of like had so many options. accessibility things. It had it was crazy. Vote so now, much. voting. Best action: Doom Eternal. So, so here we, we have Doom Eternal, Hades, Half Life, Neo Two, which is actually really good. Street of Rage Four, and that's it. I think Doom Eternal because it's just all action. It's just nonstop. Primarily on combat. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a nonstop hardcore action. Best for action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Uh, I'm gonna give it to lots of us. The combat's really good. Puzzle solving. <laughs> it, uh, the puzzle solving is what you want to make of it because you can either find the shotgun and beat the people and unlock the doors or whatever, or you don't need that at all. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna give it to lots of us. Boom. Yeah. Best action. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me too. I actually want to replay it, but. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna wait until they do a PS5 update. Yeah, exactly. They have That's what I'm waiting for too. Best role playing game: Final Fantasy VII, Genshin Impact, uh, Persona, Persona 5, Five, uh, Yakuza, and Yakuza. Um, uh, character customization and progression, including massive multiplayer experiences. Hmm. Character customization and progression. I'm gonna give it Final Fantasy VII. It's the only game I played. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I heard Persona is actually really good too. But that's yeah, fighting Final Fantasy. I'm actually going to give this to Mortal Kombat because the combat in Mortal Kombat is crazy. So and they up, they're always updating with new characters that look fucking sick. They had Rambo in there. That's cool. Best family game. Um, um, I think if you're gonna be with a family, I would say. Oh, actually, Fall Guys is only PC, isn't it? No, no it's, it's PlayStation console. 2, right? Mm-hmm. I want to say Fall Well, here we have Animal Crossing New Horizon, uh, Crash Bandicoot 4, which I heard that's really cool. Uh, Fall Guys, Mario Kart Live, Home Circuit, Minecraft Dungeons, and Paper Mario. I'm going to give it to you. Honestly, if we're talking about family, okay, um, you can't really play Animal Crossing with your family because that's more of like your own little city. Mm-hmm. I think Fall Guys would be nice, fun, and competitive. But I also like the innovation of Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. I think that's very family because you can do it around your house. Um, your kids can play it. You can make your own, you know, the grown-ups could like make an obstacle course for them. Yeah. So as far I as family, that. I think that, I'm going to take that. Mario Kart, you got it, my vote. I think I'm, I think I'm a little for Fall Guys. Because I think it's the most it, easily accessible. You know what I mean? That is true. You just run. Yeah, you just do it. You just play it. Whereas Mario Kart Live is a little more expensive, and you need to set it up. I don't know. I mean, it's really cool. It looks really dope. But I think for for party games, you kind of want just want to jump in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think right. I think for me, Fall Guys. 
Best sim strategy. Best game focused on real-time or turn-based simulation or strategy gameplay. Uh, I think this one's probably going to be Microsoft Flight Simulator. The technology and the stuff behind that game is crazy. Mm -hmm. You could literally see live planes flying across the world because they take the data from actual air traffic. Yeah, like I read somewhere you can actually learn to fly a plane through here. Like, it's that realistic. He has your certificate. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, it's true. It's crazy. So vote now. Flight Simulator. Racing Best game. Sport. I haven't played any of these. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Tony Hawk because I know Tony Hawk is good. Yeah, Tony Hawk because it's Tony Hawk. <laughs> Best multiplayer. Animal Ooh, Crossing. Valorant. Among Valorant us. Valorant. Well, I, I don't play Valorant, so I'm going to go for Call of Duty Warzone because... <laughs> Because the only one I've played a lot. <laughs> Alana Pierce. I know everyone except for JN Lopez. Valkyrie for me. Valkyrie. I like her content, uh, but I honestly love watching Nick Merckx. I feel like if I want to hang out with any of these guys, it will be Nick Merckx. Because Nick Merckx, it seems like a dude you could just like crack a beer with and like talk to. And he's funny. I, know, I, I, never, I, I never heard Nick Merckx, but he's making a fist at me. So I don't know. I, I like him. I, if I send you some of his videos, I don't know if you like watching gaming videos. Oh, I, I watch a couple. Like I watch like Stone Mountain sixty four and shit. Yeah, I, I like like them more. It's funny. Yeah, so Nick Burks is a yes for me. I, I'm gonna go with Valkyrie. Best debut game. So the f- first year in existence. Mortal, Mortal Shell. Shell. I'm gonna give more. Oh, Phasmophobia. I think that's more like a funny game, you know? Yeah, I think that's so. more like it's not gonna really last long. Yeah, I think, I think, it, already, I think it already died yeah. off. Mortal, Mortal Shell is an right actual now. good game. I love that game. Best esports athlete. The esports athlete just to be the most outstanding performance. In... Do I know any of these guys? Uh no, I don't know any of these guys. So that's it for me. I'm a vote for Anthony Shotzi Cuevas Castro. Shotzi Shall Showmaker. Crimzix, Canyon, or Zaiwu. One of these days, you're going to see Juki up there. <laughs> Juki. Best, uh, best esports coach. I don't know any of these guys. I'm going to go Legend. for LOL, Fabian. All right, Fabian. Lol. Best esports event. Um, I don't know any of these either. <laughs> League of Legends, I know, is always huge. It's a weird year for events because like how this pandemic was. But I think the best people who did it this year is League of Legends. I think they did it the best this year. All right. Going LOL. Best esports game, Call of Duty. Valorant. Okay, Valorant. There you go. Call of Duty is not an esports I, game. I mean, I, it I is. I was reading them off. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> He's like, Call of Duty is not a real <laughs> Oh, man. No, but yeah. I, I, I mean, I would say Valorant. I mean, I know Counter-Strike is very big. And I know well, League of Legends is huge. And I know Fortnite is actually pretty big in esports, too, but. Yeah, I think Valorant was designed for it pretty much. Mm-hmm. Okay, esports host. I don't know any of these guys, so I'm gonna I like go. Golden Boy. You like, I like who? Golden, Golden Boy, Alex Mendes, Alex Golden Boy Mendes. I think I'm gonna vote for um, uh, Alex Machine Richardson just because he, he looks like a, a nice guy. Uh, damn one. Oh, best esports team. I'm gonna vote G2 Esports because one of my friends is in G2 Esports. Oh yeah, they, have any of these won anything recently? Uh, yeah. Who? Uh, G2 Esports won League of Legends. All all the games that's underneath is the games that they won. 
Oh, but there's two for League of Legends. So the Damwon win the, or the G2? The this is a, I'm going to do G2. I'm going to do Damwon. I know somebody there. Damwon for me. And that's it. Dang. So pretty much Last of Us wins everything. <laughs> Last of Us wins everything. <laughs> and Valorant wins things for me. Yeah. It, it, it was a good year for games. Next year is going to be even crazier. <laughs> good year for games for sure. I was about to exit my entire browser. <laughs> like, we're getting Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, Cyberpunk, all in one year. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I know. Anyways, guys, thanks so much for watching the podcast. I think that's that would be a wrap for me. Yes, it's a wrap. For I'm us. hungry. I'm hungry too, bro. <laughs> Anyways, have a great day. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, or the week and after, maybe next month. Who knows? It's always uh, it's always random. Keep you guys on your yeah. toes. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you guys to be to be to too get, predictable. Yeah, exactly. We can't be too predictable. We can't you can't take us for granted? Street <laughs> for your ears. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. And thanks for sticking around towards the end. If you guys stick around all the way to the end, thanks a lot. It really means a lot to us um, uh, that you guys uh, listen. Yeah. The very few, the very much of you, the people of all age and sizes, really. Be safe out there. Uh, maybe we'll do one next year because holidays are coming up. And yeah. All right. All right, guys. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Deuces. Later.